It's 11.02, time for the Duke of Pipso. It's 11.02 Central Daylight Time, and welcome to the Duke of Pipso podcast. Coming to you live from the Miller Art Museum in Sturgeon Bay, Wisconsin, I'm Martin. And I'm Matt. And now, let us pray. Okay, so let's get back to the show here. We're going to start, as always, with Ricky's rumor mill. I think people, Ricky really has outdone himself this week. Wow. And I think, yeah, I mean, that's a high bar. Um, He's been busy. So let's just get right into it. Royal mourning for the Duke of Pipso lads. Ricky's sources tell him that Martin and Matt are getting their passports and scurvy vaccines to make the trip across the pond to His Royal Highness's Prince Philip's funeral at Windsor Castle. Matt, as the biggest Anglophile this side of British Togoland, is making his famous steak and kidney pie to present to the Queen. Of course, Martin has known Prince Philip since the late 1980s, He was a regular on their fox hunting trip with Philip and Philip's brother, well-known illusionist Lord Voldemort. I don't know, Martin. That sounds like a pretty, uh, that's a pretty big lift for uh, just an up-and-coming podcast like us to send us across the pond, but I guess we'll have to see how that plays out. Indeed. The Merry Archer... Congratulations to Michael on his new role as the Duke of Pipso intern. Here's a fun fact about Michael you can stuff in your quiver. He loves archery. In 1988, Michael ran away from the North Shore of Illinois to pursue his dream of becoming a famous actor in Hollywood. He lived underneath the portable bathrooms on the set of the hit movie Earth Girls Are Easy. Before noted actress Gina Davis had him banned from California, she gave him the archery bug. She actually shot him with an arrow. Wow. Yeah, I didn't. That's pretty intense. We're going to definitely have to talk to Michael about Gina Davis. That could be like a seven-part episode, probably. for sure. Don't tell the animal nuts. If you've listened to virtually any episode of this podcast, you know Matt loves exotic animals. Martin often jokes with them and tells Matt, if you love anteaters so much, why don't you marry one? (laughs) Well, set your calendars for April 30th. Once you are done celebrating Arbor Day, join Matt on a retired English Navy schooner 33 miles off the coast of Bermuda. That's international waters for those of you using the GPS. Everyone is invited to a very special Duke of Pipso wedding. The happy couple is registered at Gap Kids, the World Rugby Shop, and the SprucePets.com. Congrats, Matt. Thanks. Thank you very much. I uh, All I can say is it's been a winding road. Uh, And, you know, you made fun of me for a long time about 
anteaters, but now I guess we'll see who's who laughs last, Martin. We'll see who laughs last. As Pre- President Richard Nixon was famous for saying, all roads lead to interspecies marriage. All right. So, Martin, uh, we, you know, we're ready, I think, for a new segment from the show. Uh, we've had uh, Michael, you know, submitting uh, just some different ideas to us. And then, you know, we had the, uh, you know, that GOP uh, poll, pollster, Frank Luntz. Uh, he helped us sort of narrow down which ones, you know, that G, the GOP audience that we that we have would would like. So, you know, a lot of work has gone into this, and uh, I'm pretty excited for this new segment. Yeah, so, Michael, uh, we're just going to hand it right over to you. What do you got for us? Well, I wanted to talk brief. about what what. Okay. It's, no, it's fine. Keep it brief. You're already on the clock. Yes, sir. I, I wanted to uh, talk about something uh, very near and dear to my heart. Um, I wanted to talk about um, fire safety in the home. Uh, sorry, what was that? Uh, anyway, so. No, it's just, it's not going well. Okay. It's cool. Uh, it's fine. I, I was that, laughing at you. Uh, what's is that? You guys? Uh, it's, it's probably Matt. It's hard to say. It's not me. Um, okay, so anyway, um, I want to talk about fire safety in the home and uh, how important it is. All right. Uh, thanks a lot, Michael. That was really insightful. I think our audience got a lot out of that. As you know, we have a pretty full plate today, so we're going to move on. Um, can't wait to hear what you have for us next week. It's going to be great. Um, so in the meantime, we're going to move on to the topic of the day which, of course, is gambling. Now, if you've ever met Matt or I in real life, maybe a couple of you have, maybe not, you probably know that I love gambling and Matt hates gambling. And I want to dig into that a little bit. Matt, um, why do you hate gambling? Uh, so when you... When, whenever I even think about gambling, it makes me mad. And I've never once ever wanted to throw money away because I thought that I would get the right card or, or some color would come up on a machine or I might hit a golf ball farther than you, uh, whatever it is. Why I, you know... Gambling, sure, matchsticks. We could gamble with matchsticks. Um, we could gamble with candy. I don't. But well, money? What? Are you nuts? I've seen you sitting at those computers in northern Wisconsin, slapping the buttons and like betting, and you know, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put two hearts next to this cherry, and then I'm gonna like what? I just can't imagine anything any more boring or and then to pair it with just giving money away i just don't get it so a couple of things one and hopefully michael can bring this up in his fire safety tips okay well michael isn't here to be your backup okay i was just saying i don't think gambling with match six sounds safe at all sir okay okay and 
if you're not smart enough to understand my strategy of putting the two hearts next to the giant oversized purple eggplant strategy, maybe you don't understand the strategy of gambling. That one maybe hit a little too close to home, huh? It's, you know, there's a difference between strategy and tactics, okay? And I think the eggplant and the, you know, cherries and all that stuff and whatever, you know, that's tactics. Your strategy is to make money doing something that you're, is statistically you're going to lose money. So that's a dumb strategy. Thanks, General Chiang Kai-shek, for your military strategy. Really worked out for you. How's Taiwan? Um, But let's focus here on gambling, okay? Now, I've seen you out after church rolling the dice around in the cup, and you, like, flip it around and spill it all over the floor, trying to be some sort of hot shot. So you clearly like some sort of dice games. Yeah, but that's, you know... Yes, I do. That's actually that's the that's the kind of gambling I do enjoy. So, you know, let's hopefully leave our audience with one takeaway from the show, other than it's a complete disaster. Uh, what kind of dice games variations? What are some of your favorites? Give us, you know, some we can take home with us. Maybe I next time we're out at Chili's too at O'Hare. So I really, you know, ship. Captain and Crew is a fun one. Uh, and that's, you know, and then there's Threes, which is a game, a made-up game uh, that, that we play with dice. Um, Versus you know, a game that's not made up? No. It went, right. Exactly. No one made the other games up. But um, anyway, you know, just, you're just, you know, you're always just looking to find ways to uh, you know, subvert me. And, okay, so you found one thing that I like about gambling, and that's all you're going to talk about now. Okay, yeah, so. forever. And for those of you that follow my secret podcast, Behind the Scenes of Duke of Pipso featuring Martin, this is going to be a pretty big topic. Well, so, yeah. Glad you're that. spending all your your energy on this one. So uh, that's why we job. have the intern. We don't have to do work anymore. Right. Didn't you know that? Okay. Now it's time to bring in your uh, biased second person to uh, to talk about uh, why gambling is good. So go ahead. Oh yeah. So intern Mike. Yes, sir. Uh, you've heard Matt and I discuss gambling. I guess. Do you have any questions? Any insights? I think. What do you think about gambling? Gambling. Uh, I prefer betting to the games of chance. Uh, for me, um, I feel like my life is a gamble a little bit, so that's always fun. Uh, but I, I like to bet on sports and things like that. Um, ah, more than um, the. I don't know what games uh, Matt's playing where there are eggplants. It seems. Is that like? Like you're Snapchatting dudes or something like that for for pictures. Uh, that's a gamble. That's all. That is a gamble. Isn't that called a chat roulette? Yeah, I mean, you would know better than I. I mean, Matt would know the most, yeah. but yes. Yep. Um, that's what they call it down by the dock. Yes, I think they call that uh, ship captain and crew. 
Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So wow, I can't. I can't remember the last time I felt so roasted. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Hell, like some, a, someone put me out. I'm roasted. You're like well, a I mean, classic. I tried to tell you roasted I, Thanksgiving raccoon over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I tried to tell you ways to avoid getting roasted, but you know, someone was farting through my entire thirty-second presentation, so that didn't take off. Yeah, well, it wasn't me and it wasn't you, Michael, if you oh, know yeah. what I mean. It was a good old gassy Matt. That's what they call him. True, true. Well, that's interesting. Sports gambling. It's new, but it sounds interesting. Yeah, I just came up with it. Oh, wow. I, if there was a way to make money off it, probably no, not. No, no, no. Um. So we're going to close that. I wonder, now real talk, here's something that I've always been interested in. If you go to Southern Florida, Miami, I guess you can gamble on High Lie down there. If you guys ever heard of High Lie? Sure, you can You can gamble on anything, I thought. High Lie uh, is just a weird version of lacrosse, right? Yeah, but it's sort of like racquetball. Oh yeah, yeah it's like the illegitimate it's like, child of both of those sports. Yeah, it's like a cross between like racquetball and lacrosse. It's the illegitimate child of two sports. Yeah, well, they never got married. Yeah. Are we still shaming? Oh, okay. Well, I didn't say bastard. I said illegitimate. That's not. There's no shame in that. Okay. All right. Okay, well... See, this is what I don't like about gambling. It's just, there's something about it just that's unseemly. And it just brings out the worst in people. Yeah, you you smoke cigars. You, you know, dress like a gangster. uh, You think you're, you know, some kind of big shot because, hey, give me me 10 on the the Bulls tonight. (laughs) Gonna make it come home. Are you gonna make it that big. Some sort of crim- criminal element in gambling? Yeah, it's just just the whole. All of it is just you know just whatever. You think you're you think you know better than God what's going to happen in the game? Come on. Yes. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's what I mean. You don't. Are you saying that God picks which team's going to win and He knows ahead of time? I think Wait, you know. Let's not get started with that. What I think about God. Because, okay? like, how many rings does Tim Tebow have? You're, you'll exactly. have to ask God about it. Okay, I ex- well, suggest you start there. You so, know. God is the Vince McMahon of other sports. Sure. You're assuming that I'll ever have an opportunity to ask him, Matt, and well, you have to at really least wrong. try. Okay. All right. Well. I think we've I think we've covered all the bases there, wouldn't you say? Oh yes. This is pretty much the end of the road. Okay. Maybe for a lot of things. All right. Well all I wanna know, Martin, before we we tie up the gambling thing is what's so great about it? It's the thrill of victory and it's like the best old country buffet like if you hit it right at the sweet spot between breakfast and lunch and you get both nothing better 
I'd say old okay. Parker Buffet is gambling too. Because you might get a diarrhea 100% of the time. It's 100% worth it, yeah. though. So there's some risk, but it's all reward. Yeah. Just like gambling. <laughs> Great. All right. So I think it's time to move on to Haraz and Hazaz. Correct? Yes, absolutely. So I have a hurrah this week, and it's for potentially one of my new favorite TV shows, Insane Anything. It's on Destination America. They have insane pools, insane log cabins, insane RVs, probably more. It's insane. It's so good. Like right now, there's a guy with like a really weird mustache that has a really insane pool, and I can't believe it. A, like a swimming pool that's insane? Yes. Is that really and something you want to swim in? An insane swimming pool? It might be just for show, like a show pillow you might have at your house. Okay. You know, like, that is insane. Yeah, like you who are really into interior design, always have been since you're about 12, man, and you have a lot of like... That is actually true. Yeah, don't sit on my show couch. That's for show. It's insane. Yeah, you can sit on the Crazy Creek, Martin. I don't want you to stain anything. Stuff like that. Got it. Yeah. And it's on Destination America? Yeah, it's a really it's, popular channel, I think. It's called The Insane Show? What's it no, called? No, it's like, well, in, they have different ones. Insane pools. Oh. Insane RVs. Insane log cabins. Okay. Awesome. It's great. Yeah. This pool has a cover that comes out of the bottom of it. That's insane. How does a cover come out of the bottom? It costs a million dollars. That's insane. Wow, that show sounds insane. <laughs> it's insane. Uh, okay, well, I have a huzzah. My huzzah this week goes to um, podcast uh, sound engineers. Um, and so, you know, those are people that, well, we all know what kind of people they are. Uh, they're people who are super focused on um, making things sound just so. Uh, they always, when they're done um, getting the episode ready, they always make sure that they didn't have uh, the episode just run twice in a row so that instead of it looking like one episode that's for 20 minutes, it's one episode for 40 minutes, and then people are like, forget it, that's too long, forget it, I'm done with this. And then they stop downloading the podcast and then those sound engineer also to uh, the huzzahs to when that person uh brings in another person onto their podcast to have them essentially just be to cut the rug out from underneath their other podcast um you know friend or at one time was a friend huzzah um, I'd like to say something here. Um, I feel like Matt 
just besmirch the reputation of sound engineers all around the world. And I want to say those people are the salt of the earth. They built America. Without question, every single person, whether they're trained or not, and whether, you know, Matt makes all these crazy judgments from his ivory tower about sound engineers. You know, the last time he engineered anything, the bridge fell into the ocean. And he's like, oh, I'm better than everybody else. So that's not an official view of the Duke of Pipso podcast. Um, if you want to sue anyone individually, feel free to sue Matt's LLC, Stepanich Enterprises. And they mainly do like Star Trek stuff. Um, but please don't feel his views mirror that of the podcast as a whole. Also, I want to say um, whoever Matt was talking about uh, sounds like some underhanded people. I don't know who, who that is, but I, I'm 100 percent. I don't approve of that sort of behavior either. I would never associate myself with someone like that. Um, but also, I, I thought that uh, I think sometimes people like to hear the same episode twice. And if you can save them the effort of having to rewind it. Um, and just play it twice in a row, I think that actually is like the best way to listen to a podcast. There's a reason that Twix comes with two Twix in the package. You know what I mean? Think about that, Matt. Well, Michael, do you have a uh, hurrah or huzzah? I do. I have a hurrah. Uh, we lost a uh, Hall of Famer this week, DMX. Um he was a troubled guy, but he was the best uh, person to listen to when you wanted to be angry and uh, yell at stuff and throw things. So um, uh, we miss you, X. Thanks for 50 solid years. And, uh, you know, see you when we see you, bro. Well said. Um, so on that note, I think we'll close off here. We'll see everybody or Actually, we don't really see anybody or hear you, but, you know, catch us next week. You know where we are. Tell your friends. Hit us up on social media. Uh, not too much, but enough. And we'll see you later. Have a great week, everybody.